Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. On today's wrestling news, I've got an update about Andrade asking for his WWE release. We're going to tell you how many fans WWE are planning on cramming into WrestleMania on both nights. Kenny Omega admits that they did test the AEW explosions. And Paul White reveals a very crap story on Renee Paquette's podcast. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan to talk all things wrestling news. Uh, but before we get going, like the video, comment down below what you think of all of today's stories. Subscribe to the channel and links to each story are in the times the description below. So click the timestamps and away you go. So first up, uh, you've definitely heard about Andrade wanting to have his WWE release by now. So I've got a bit of an update on this. Basically, it all first came from Wrestling Inc. Uh, when he asked for his release at the Raw tapings on Monday. Meltzer then confirmed at the Wrestling Observer, um, confirmed that he had asked for his release, but he's also confirmed that WWE have denied the request. Now, Adrade hasn't been on TV since October when he uh, lost to Angel Garza and then he got taken out by The Fiend. Then he had uh, some minor surgery that was keeping him out for about a month. And then the WWE draft came along and they didn't even bother to draft him. And yeah, we've not seen him on TV since. So who the hell knows what WWE's plans are for him or whether they are literally just keeping him away from uh, the competition, the likes of AEW and things like that. Because let's face it, Andrade is a star and how WWE haven't managed to do something with him, I have absolutely no idea. He has the look, he has the charisma, he definitely has the athletic ability. He's incredible in the ring. He had that five-star match against Johnny Gargano at NXT, obviously. Um, so him himself personally hasn't really commented much about it since he did put up something on Instagram and Twitter just saying, if you don't like where you are, move, you are not a tree. Uh, and he's also just put up this picture, which just makes me think, how the hell do you not make this guy a star? He just looks like a star. This should be really easy, surely. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I'm so glad you mentioned the picture because that's been doing the rounds. And it's like, yeah. it couldn't have come at a more sweetly timed moment where you're like, look at this person that could just be your face. There was a time where everyone was saying, oh, he's going to be the face of like the, the more 
Latino-focused side of WWE, like he was going to be yeah. that ambassador for, like, just like what Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero have been in the past, like, just be that kind of focal point for them, uh, for that market. And he was like, yes, that, that makes all the sense in the world because he's incredible in the ring. He had that brilliant valet manager in Zelina Vega. I wonder what she's doing right now. That, that, yeah. mm, that's mm, a little too old beer for that one. But he just had all of it, all the package, everything there. And like, obviously, in real life, he's got his like relationship with Charlotte Flair and all the rest of it, which you could think well, you, you would be forgiven for thinking, oh, that's probably going to bode well from WWE as well, being so close yep. to somebody who's Absolutely. that high up the food chain. Obviously, that, those things don't always go hand in hand, but you think, oh, that might, might play into his hands a little bit. But it, it hasn't, evidently, for whatever reason. Him and Angel Gaza, off the back of that little tag team that they had which was okay it wasn't the greatest thing but it was a, it, it was using them they were on TV they themselves were really good the booking of it was not really good <laughs> they that, just lost all the time <laughs> that is the story really of pretty much every talent on Raw for the most part where you're looking at all these incredibly gifted people who were just not being utilised well at all they're putting their everything into what they're being given but you got people now like Andrade, Angel Gaza, like a little bit, and like Alistair Black, Keith Lee, all these incredible talents that are just not being used. And apparently, there were reports of him looking miserable backstage. Yeah, like I was going to say that as well. Like that's, I'm not surprised. I'd be miserable to be honest. Yeah, I'm being paid. I'm being paid to live in all the rest of it. Yeah, great. But if you're not doing the thing that you love, and that's kind of brought you to the dance in the first place. You're just gonna feel like a, a cog, or just like a useless piece of equipment when you've seen all your friends going out there putting on great matches. It's I understand where he's coming from, and to be honest, I, I hope I hope he does get this release. I hope like WWE see the error of their ways at this point by denying it. Like it's evident that they're just denying this release so he doesn't go elsewhere because he will go straight to another company and be all the money yep. in the world. It'd be great. So I just let him go. Free him. Free Andrade. Either that, or at least see it as a wake-up call and. Just do something with him. Anything. Get him on TV. Something like it, it just it just baffles me how you can't make this guy a star. He has it all, and it's just right there. Just take it. Yeah, it's precisely that. And well, I don't really know how to segue into this because you got this absolute <laughs> negativity swirling around Andrade's poor situation right now. And let's um, let's move over to something that's on the horizon, which does like, fill us with a little bit more hope. I, I guess. I mean, this story in itself is terrifying, but the actual event could be very great. So, WWE apparently, there, there was reports, you may have seen them, of WWE looking to get around 30,000 people into Raymond James Stadium on both nights for WrestleMania. So, that in itself, everyone was a bit like, sorry, what? Like, have you seen what the world is? Okay, we're getting to a better situation in the world right now with what's going on, but that's still a lot of people. Like, just for yeah. context, the Super Bowl had 25,000 people. That was one night, and that was still like, whoa, and it looked pretty cool. If you saw, like, the clips of the Super Bowl people in there, it, it seemed to work a, a treat. But no, no, this is WWE. This is Vince McMahon. He saw that 25,000. He saw that 30,000 that was doing the doing the rounds and thought, no, we can go better. We can go better than that. So according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, it's claimed that WWE are going to be having 45,000 people Per night at Raymond James Stadium for each of the WrestleMania nights, and this is uh, this is all down. Well, this has kind of been released on the back of Tampa officials holding some meetings, like the past Wednesday. The past Wednesday, it's just been uh, with these representatives of local hotels and businesses all in the Tampa area, and they've said that WWE's plans are to operate at 75% capacity of Raymond James Stadium, which would work out to around 45,000. The, the standard capacity is 60,000. That's how many they can get in there once they've got the. the like stage set up and all the rest of it so it's right now looking like we're gonna have 45 that we're gonna go from zero pretty much and a thunderdome 
to 45,000 people per night. My, my head's falling off there, Phil. I, I don't know what to think of this. Yeah, it's a little bit mad. It's very Florida, this, I gotta say. Yeah. Uh, I think, like, initially we thought it was gonna be maybe like half capacity for it, which, like, visually, if you think about spacing people out in a arena, like, half capacity, you could probably, like, figure that out and, like, have pe- make people have a decent amount of space. Like, AW have been running at 25% capacity for their shows, haven't they? Uh, it looks all right. I, I, I don't think AW looks too bad. Yeah, it looks fine. It sounds fine. But 75% capacity is just such a huge leap from nothing. I, I, don't, I don't know. I baffles me how you're going to get that many people in and out of a stadium and it all be okay still. Yeah, I think that's the thing that gets overlooked. I think that was one of the big flaws in the uh, the Super Bowl plan, apparently. The getting in and getting out part. It's all fine yeah. and well having been spaced out in the actual stadiums and the arenas, but they've all got to get in them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these stadiums haven't been built for this current situation, so it's... Yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be interesting, if nothing else, Phil. Yeah, definitely. Um... Speaking of disasters that were waiting to happen, the explosion at AEW. Wow. That's, That's still one, one of my favourite segues ever, that. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Just burns still. Um, right. So, yeah, Kenny Omega has been speaking to Dave Meltzer about the explosion at the end of AEW Revolution. And I've just got a quote from it. I'm just going to read the whole thing. So he says, it was really deflating to do so much preparation, test the explosions, have them be impressive in the rehearsal and have it be something so much different than what it was, than what was promised. It made me appreciate everyone who worked hard and did their part even more though. But like you said, we really wanted to have a good one. We added real barbed wire to help with the feeling of danger. So we really risked a lot. Again, I loved the match. I'm glad we did it. It just sucks about the finale. So... Finally clearing up that that was not the intended explosion at AEW Revolution, that they did test things beforehand and that it did look a lot more impressive than what came out and that it's just a, a absolute devastating for them technical failure uh, that made the show end in a sea of booze and after that incredible match, which was an incredible match, and the little snippet about using wheel barbed wire, it's just mental. Like, that's just not necessary, surely. Yeah, and like, obviously, I don't think we've probably, well, I've not had a chance yet to probably speak about this, but I kind of stayed up on Sunday night and I was like, oh my God, I can't wait. And it got to the match. The match itself, like you said, was insane. And the fact that, yeah. like, you know now that they were using real barbed wire and not the half and half stuff that they had, which half and half is still mental, Phil. Yeah, like, it's one absolutely. of them, like, you, but going the full, like, whack is just <laughs> mind blowing. But now knowing, because in my mind, I thought, oh, they've just, it's one of those things, explosions, you can't properly rehearse it. You can't, like, just keep setting it off and setting it off because that, that's a lot of pyrotechnics, it's very expensive. But I, so I kind of thought that they'd not done that and just just had a go in the night and it's just, no, it's not come off. That's a shame. It's really like, yeah. bad for them. But the fact that they, they actually rehearsed it and it went fine, it's oh, it's even more painful now because it's like, this is what you're going to win. It's just so sad for them. And I, I, I do. I just feel like, as bad as it was for us being sat there in the UK at like five in the morning, like, what? <laughs> like watching a full pay-per-view and then just having your hearts broken. That was bad, but being... <laughs> John Moxley, Kenny Omega, even Andy Kingston in that situation. I would not wish it on anyone. Devastating. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, 
you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. <laughs> it must have been. But speaking of devastating moments for wrestlers in the middle of the ring, we got right. another one. This is good. I'm loving the segues today, bro. It's great. So I'm not going to like talk too much going into this, but it was um, Paul White was on the Rene Paquet Oral Sessions podcast. He, he was the most recent guest. And he told this incredible story about him and Brock Lesnar wrestling in South Africa. So here he goes. So he said, he gave me an F5 in South Africa. I think it was in Cape Town. And I'd had some bad food. And this is back when I had the leather pants. Thank God. I had the leather for the singlet. I hit the mat and it just came out. Covered me. Huh? Did you sugar honey iced tea? That's what Brock said. He went, yeah. He, you know, he just started laughing, said, ah, you crap yourself. And then uh, he went, oh, you know what I mean? Then I'm laying in the ring after the F5. He kept stepping on my stomach like he's trying to get more to come out. And I'm trying to sell this finish, like get the F away from me. So, yeah, that that in itself, hilarious. Brock Lesnar is just a, just a piece of crap himself just for doing that and just trying to make his day that much worse by standing yeah. on his stomach after he has crap the bed or crap the mat in this case. Uh, but then going even further, he said, so he had dumped Paul Heyman in the ring too. So the thing was, that was the finish. And then I would usually get up, come to, pull Paul out, throw Paul Heyman over my shoulder and then carry him out of the arena. That was the end of the night for the heels. They'd be totally humiliated and all the rest of it. But he said, instead, that night, he was humiliated because Paul Heyman came in. He was like, oh, are you going to carry me back? And he was like, nope. He was like, what do you mean? You're not going to carry me to the back? And he was like, nope, I crap myself. He was like, what? He said, I've crapped my pants. He said, I can't hear you. What did you say? And then he just screamed at him, went, I've done this. And he was like, oh, okay, sorry. Are you all right? And then that in itself, again, is just, I feel so sorry for you, Mr. Big Show. You had to go through this. <laughs> Paul Heyman uh, then tweeted out to confirm it. <laughs> so just add more salt to this wound. He put, I hereby confirm Paul White crapped his pants, taking the F5 from Brock Lesnar. I'm also breaking the 18-year-old news that it wasn't the worst smelling moment in his life. There was this one time he stunk up the entire state of Alaska with a three-minute fart. I crap you not. I've, I've replaced crap for another word a lot in this. <laughs> yeah, this is brilliant. <laughs> I love this kind of story. I don't know why. I'm a child just hearing about 
Like, long <laughs> he pooped story. himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's great. Like, and this is the fact it happened 18 years ago and no one said a word. <laughs> oh, I love you even more now, Paul White. You're a legend. Absolute legend. The long and storied history of wrestlers pooping themselves in the ring. Gotta love it. Just don't eat bad food beforehand. Don't eat spicy food. <laughs> Nothing like that. It's just, oh, it's a recipe for disaster. It is. Um, right, before we get to the Twitter questions, I've got a special announcement, which is quite exciting. Uh, you may have seen on the news yesterday that we had an interview with Biggie. It didn't go out yesterday because of the Friday news, so it's going to go out today at about 5 p.m. our time, so about midday on the East Coast. Uh, but on the back of that, I've been chatting to a certain Biggie to set something up on the channel, which is very, very exciting. So next Wednesday, if you join us at 4 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. British time, Big E is going to be live streaming on the channel with Simon Miller. They're going to be playing NBA 2K20, of all things, because they both have the game. And apparently they're both very bad at it, so that should be interesting. They're going to be talking to you people, the fans, uh, in the chat live, answering your questions. And every bit of money that we make from the stream, the YouTube revenue and all the donations, all the super chat, everything like that is going to go directly into Big E's Kickstarter fund, the Our Heroes Rock project, uh, which is an animated show that he's trying to make um, teaching kids about black history, like important figures in black history. Uh, so a really good cause, a uh, really good project. You get to chat to Biggie live on a stream and watch probably Biggie kick Simon's ass at uh, NBA 2K20. So what's not to love in all of that? So come back to the channel on Wednesday, 4pm Eastern, 8pm British time uh, for a little bit of Biggie live streaming action. I mean... That, I can't think of a better way to spend your Wednesday. And obviously coming into the Wednesday night war as well. Like you've got exactly. that. Like, oh, just do it. Just treat yourself. That sounds Beautiful. like all the fun in the world. I didn't know that either. That's a big surprise to me. I'm, I'm this, yeah, this is only being announced right now. So this is quite exciting. Wow. Um, so yeah. Uh, and also I can confirm that Biggie is the loveliest man in the history of anything. He's just such a nice guy. I mean, that, that's hardly a spoiler right now, Phil. I know, right? Get nothing less of that man. So Twitter questions, finally. Um, Mark Smith kicks us off. He says, if certain reports uh, this week are to be believed and Chad Gable does leave WWE, where does that leave Otis? Personally, I'd give him a manager and push him as a monster heel. What do you think? Um, I'm not sure how I feel about heel Otis. I, I think he's just so charming and like his, his shtick, if you want to call it that, over the last year up until this like Chad Gable alliance that was babyface at the time it was great it was working for me I, I love him as an oddball character as a heel yeah. I feel like he just becomes really generic and it's a generic monster with a, with a manager and we've had that load so maybe give him a manager as being big lovable Otis like he can equally have a manager he just doesn't need to be I'm nasty hear me raw it doesn't I don't think it properly suits him yeah uh, yeah I'm with you on that I think if, if Chad does leave it definitely leaves him in a, a, a tough place. I don't quite know where they go after doing this. The like, you, you can't really just go back to livable face. Or maybe he, you just show that uh, Chad Gable had a hold over him, and now that he's gone, Otis has gone back to the livable self that he always has been. <laughs> you just go back to that and just have a little bit of a reset. I'm not sure. I do worry about it though if it does happen because Otis is great. I love Otis. I love having him on, on my TV, and I want to see him more. Yeah, and I want Chad Gable to do more, so hopefully if he does like it, he gets, he gets the, the spotlight he deserves. This is true. Uh, next question comes from uh, Dustin Sensenia. 
I'm going to go with. Sorry if I've got that wrong. Uh, he says, how likely is it for Vince to stop constantly changing his mind when it comes to creative on Raw? I don't personally watch it anymore, but I don't want to see it fail at the same time. That's a, that's a damning statement. I know, right? <laughs> what are the chances of it not being bad anymore? I mean, I don't watch it, but... <laughs> uh, I don't know. Raw's his baby. He's going to do whatever the hell he wants to do with Raw. And if yeah. it means nonsense, buckle up for more nonsense, because... I don't know, that's what, that's what Vince likes to do with it. It's expect it for the foreseeable future, I'd say. I, I, don't, I think we get cycles with Raw and SmackDown. We get like times where SmackDown's great and Raw's bad, or Raw's great, SmackDown's bad. This depends how we feel at that given time. Yeah, it's a bit mad. SmackDown has been like a consistently good show for quite a while now, and Raw has just been the absolute complete opposite. All the reports of him changing his mind last minute, just stories that just don't make any sense uh, and there's a lot of it and like you said Raw is definitely his little baby and it always will be it's always going to be the A show no matter how much money Smackdown makes but at the same time Smackdown makes them a hell of a lot of money so you'd think he'd be just as invested in that at the minute uh, but it just doesn't seem that way I don't know they can definitely do it they can do consistency they can do a good show just how you transform that across to Raw I've no idea at this point <laughs> it just seems Seems like they can't, so I wouldn't count on it happening anytime soon, let's say that. No, that's a raw team's problem. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and the final question comes from Mark Salad, who says, um, where's the question? Thoughts on NXT eventually taking over WWE? And then, of course, he's got a picture of his dog who says hi, and he's growing up very fast. Very, very Aww. cute. Good, that is cute. <laughs> um, in terms of this one, if it's like NXT taking over by having more call-ups and having a more dominant former NXT presence on WWE. I think it's inevitable that that's maybe going to get to the point where the, the, the ratio is high for NXT, former NXT stars, if that makes sense, like just because of the aging out process. I mean, WWE is still going to rely on veterans and part-timers for the foreseeable future because that just seems to be their business model for whatever reason. So I think in that respect, like it, I don't know, pretty soonish but i don't think nxt is ever gonna just invade and go right smackdown and raw you'd sit down we're gonna do three nights of nxt every week don't think that's gonna happen yeah definitely i think in terms of nxt stars moving over i think it's slowed down of recent years as well yeah. with nxt moving to usa uh but i think the nxt style of like wrestling presentation has shown that it definitely isn't as widespread like uh, viewership as like a Raw or a Smackdown and the pure WWE like sports entertainment larger than life kind of style it just just isn't there so I don't see that style ever really taking over Raw and Smackdown at all uh, if anything you're seeing more of Raw end up in NXT <laughs> so it's happening the other way I'm still bitter about this Phil let's not, let's not go too far into it that's, not. we've got new tag belts now yay yay because that's necessary uh. Should have just given them the main ones. They're not doing anything with WWE. Anyway, before we get moaning again, that has been the news. Thank you very much for joining us. If you want, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at FilmMyChambers and you can follow Gareth. At GMorgan04. And you can follow all of us at what Culture WWE. Make sure to come back on Wednesday, 4 p.m. Eastern uh, to yeah see Biggie kick Simon Miller's ass at NBA 2K and get some donations for his Kickstarter project. And yeah, have a nice chat with Biggie. It's going to be really good fun. I'm very much looking forward to this. And yeah, what else? Ups and Downs is coming soon for SmackDown. We've got a SmackDown review podcast coming out later on with me and Gareth. So make sure you join that as well. But most importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day. Bye-bye.
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.